준이가 얘기를 했는데 아미도 저희 팬이고 저희도 아미 팬입니다. I love you. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, ARMY, to this Your Podcast, Our Podcast, Trivia ARMY Borahe, where we are interviewing the amazing people that is part of this amazing fandom. Here, talking to you, your host, Victoria Cunha. How are y'all doing? How are y'all preparing for proof? I hope you're all doing great, doing amazing. And if it's not like that, it's okay. I'm sending you a huge hug. Well, If you've been following up, <laughs> if you've been keeping up with the podcast um, profile on Instagram, you know it's been a whole thing. It's been a whole process to make some episodes. Um, I don't have a computer right now. So, yeah, you can imagine. But we made it work. We made it happen. And here we are. So... I'm very, very excited for today's episode. I hope you all enjoy it. So let's get into it. Hello, Army. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. I'm very excited, very happy to be here. Um, and yeah, so people get to know why I am so excited and happy. Uh, tell us, who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do for a living? Like, yeah, tell us everything that you are. Um, willing to tell us we want to listen we want to know thank you thank you for having me um well my name is Bethel I am from Alexandria Virginia in the United States um for a living I am an office and store manager um but on the side I like to make mashups and I am aspiring to hopefully be a DJ and especially like a K-pop um specifically BTS <laughs> related <laughs> events that would be so cool um what i enjoy most doing on the side is making k-pop mashups uh specifically with bts and making it seem like you know what it would sound like if a member was featured on you know like club kind of sounding music or just like anything like manipulate it so it like just so we could get that imagination of what it would sound like Right. Um, prior to that, I would just make mashups just like, you know, but it's been fun kind of doing like, oh, if Namjoon was featured on Soy Pero or, you know. Yeah, if, one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Namjoon, or if Jay you're listening, please, please right. watch that TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, uh, I have been making mashups for like years, but recently it's like picked up for me, like the views and like stuff. So that's been like really cool. And I don't know. Like it's it's just been really fun to do that and get to interact with people and make like international like mashups um with like Hobie and temperature. So we got some Caribbean <laughs> going on. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, it's like our collective uh our collective fantasy to have Hobie in a Latin uh, Caribbean song. Like, yeah, I'm waiting for it. Hobie, please, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I'm also 26 years old. Um, I'm trying to think of what else there is to know about me. <laughs> um, that's kind of the basics, though. Um, but yeah, I've been harmony for a couple of years now. <laughs> that's amazing. And how did you start it? Like you're telling us that you've been doing mashups like for a while now. How did that start it? Because like you're telling us your job doesn't have to exactly do with it. So how how did this part of your life came up? Yeah, so um, my bachelor's degree uh, is in music. I graduated in 2018. Okay. And during my last year, I was in like a digital video production class. And my professor, I wasn't doing really good with like making video editing, like realized that's not my strong suit. And he gave me the idea of saying, well, if you're a music major, why don't you try to make a mashup for this project? It's like, make a mashup. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Okay. I don't know how to do that, but I'll, I'll try. And um, from the music program, I already have this program called Logic Pro, which I use to make mashups now. So I kind of winged it and made like a, uh, this is before I was into BTS. So it was like with Apologize by One Republic and like, I don't know, a Rihanna song. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it was like amazing. a not, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that good of a mix, but I made it and that was my project and he was like 
this is good. I was like, I don't think it's good. <laughs> and so I don't think it's good, of, but thank you. <laughs> right. I, I, I doubt myself a lot with it. I was like, I don't know if this is good, but it was fun to make it. So let's just like keep going. Right. And um, then once I started getting into BTS, that's when it became a lot more fun to make <laughs> mashups. I got into them in 2018, like shortly after graduating. And okay. ooh, I've just been a fan since. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, well, I think that this is then a perfect moment to ask you, of course, the beginning of it all that happened back then, like you're telling us in 2018, how it happened, like what was the thing, the video, the music, the song, the performance, the anything that appeared in your life and you were like, oh, my God, who are these men? <laughs> yeah. Um, so in 2018, I love talking about this because like, uh, it's just like you remember when you get into the fandom, you remember like all the details of everything. Totally. Like, how do you not know this? <laughs> there are uh, very little amount of things that stay in your memory so well like that. Yeah. <laughs> like being an army. Yeah. Um, so fake love, the music video, the song, everything about that appealed to me. Like I remember watching the music video and it had this dark concept. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> And I heard the guitar in the song and I it just had this rock kind of, we all know what fake love sounds like. We of know course. how powerful that song is. So I was like, this is cool. And then I heard it on the radio and I was like, oh, this, this group is like pretty big. Like they're on the radio too. <laughs> and I was casually like listening to them. Love Yourself Tear, of course, came out during that time. And that album is like amazing. I don't, everything about it just like kind of drew me in more and more. Um, but then, and I feel like this is like this with army, like they're with you when you're going through a hard time. And so of course I ended up going through a hard, during all this, I had graduated college and it was really hard to kind of adjust to adulting. And then totally. my mom died <laughs> two um, months later. And so I, it just was really bad. There was a really bad time in my life. And I was like, oh wait, there's this group that I like, liked their song, like, and like that album, like, why don't I try to get more into them to kind of cope with this. Um, so then I kind of went down the rabbit hole of interviews. I watched all their Ellen DeGeneres interviews. I watched Liam McGet, oh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. I met him too. Liam, all of his interviews that he's done with BTS. I watched all of those, like just went down the rabbit hole of like learning their personalities, listening to their older music. And then I was like, okay, this is, this is helping me get through a very hard time right now. And um, I'm sorry, I'm like going on. It's just like hard not to kind of like. Don't worry at all. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it. I just they it, their positivity, their message, just everything about them helped me through that time. And my luck kind of got better after that because I ended up seeing them in concert that October. Oh my so, god! <laughs> it was so crazy. Um, just like I, I was fresh off of being their fan, and that that's a whole. Uh, other thing I could go on, but seeing them in concert definitely solidified that even more. I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> just meeting other fans too. I was so great. <laughs> yeah, I can totally imagine. Well, I have to tell you, I am sorry to hear about your mom. Um, I hope you're doing great. I send you a huge hug, and I'm pretty sure that everyone that's listening also sends it to you. Um, you. And but I am really happy that they were there. I mean, I like you're saying in this podcast, we are believers that um, Bangtan it gets in your way just in the right time, like when they have to be there, when when i don't know life happens the universe happens god happens and they're there they're there in the moment that you need them the most and i'm really happy to listen that they were like an emotional support in that situation i think that seeing their brightness seeing their their personalities and if you were seeing all of these videos i am totally sure that that vibe got into you even when this whole thing was happening uh I'm pretty sure that that was like the way like you're telling us. So I'm pretty happy that that was like the thing with you. Like what was one of your favorite videos that you saw back then? Like the interviews and stuff. And you were like, this is like a safe place. What, what was it? One of those? Um, I It was one of the Ellen uh, ones where I think mic drop. This was around the time that mic drop okay. dropped off. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um. If I remember correctly, Taeyong in that whole video, like he's so 
like they were making me laugh throughout the whole right. interview because Taehyung like he, you can't he can't hide his he's facial right. expression yeah, he <laughs> he's very <laughs> and um I, I think it was Hobie he fell off of his chair I don't I don't know if I'm remembering <laughs> this correctly that Either he fell or, or there was like something that, that happened. This is the one in which Tayan had like this cup of coffee. And he there's the like the legendary meme in which he's looking like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That too. When, when she was like, are you guys dating anyone? And he's like, no, no. <laughs> no. Like, I was like, that's, that's, that's a mood. That's a mood right there. Um, just, yeah, seeing their person, that was really funny to me. Because I was like, wow, not only are they really great at, you know, producing and creating music and performing, but they're funny. <laughs> they're just totally. very relatable. Um, that was one that stood out. And another, the, one of the Liam interviews he did, it was around the time that Love Yourself Tear came out. Mm-hmm. And he was asking them, like, what's their next step? And they were being funny in it, you know, like letting their personalities out here and there. And I think that's when Yoongi was like the Grammys. And I was right. like, yes. Yes, you that's right. We should always aim for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, their personalities stand up in those interviews. And it's amazing to see it through the years because, of course, you see the changes or you see the way, like, their, the, the attitude, the personalities that they have, how they, do they evolve, and it's amazing. So, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was great seeing it like that. that I think that's one of the most, uh special moments when you're like becoming an army like just seeing them and 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 realizing who they are like what are their personalities like and it's like so cool and like you just said they have like um this whole vibe so relatable like Mm -hmm. you kind of feel they're their friend they're your friends (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so difficult to be like they're not remember (laughs) remember that they're not but <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but yeah um hola hola hoy estamos conociendo a Bethel es de Alexandria Virginia Estados Unidos es gerente de almacén de oficina pero en su tiempo libre le encanta hacer mashups y espera convertirse en DJ en el futuro Nos comentó que disfruta mucho de hacer mashups de K-pop, específicamente de BTS, y escuchar cómo sería si un miembro estuviera en canciones más como de clubs y así. <ríe> su licenciatura es en música, um, se graduó en 2018, pero en su último año se dio cuenta de que editar video no era lo suyo, tenía como un proyecto y editar video no no estaba como vibrando con ella, <ríe> y su profesor le propuso hacer un mashup para el proyecto. Eh, entró a su programa de confianza y mezcló Apologize de One Republic con una canción de Rihanna. No le gustó mucho el resultado, no nos comentó, pero siguió con ella. Cuando conoció a BTS es cuando empezó a ser como más divertido hacer los mashups, según nos dijo. Esto pasó en 2018. Amó todo de Fate Love, todo el Love Yourself Tear, y fue acercándose un poco más a ellos. Pero no fue hasta un poco después, eh, luego de graduarse y pues tristemente perder a su mamá um, dos meses después, que estaba en un momento muy complicado en su vida. Y empezó a ver sus videos, entrevistas y conocer más a cada una de sus personalidades, de los miembros. Y de verdad le ayudaron mucho a lidiar mejor con todo lo que estaba pasando. Ese octubre, de hecho, tuvo la oportunidad de verlos en concierto y también conocer a más armies solidificó de alguna manera su amor por ellos. About this whole concert experience that you told us about back then, how was it? Like, how did that happen? And how did did you feel in there? Like the whole vibe with armies, like the whole thing. And, and that was, I can imagine that it was like an emotionally packed situation to be in back then. So, so yeah. tell us everything about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, um, during this time I had, so another reason that, life was not easy was because I also got fired from two jobs I was working at around the time my mom passed. And um, a week later, 
a, a friend of mine was able to get me a job. So I was working at my university's bookstore and okay. I became friends with another girl who's an army like quickly. Once we both found out we were fans of BTS, she like was teaching me more like stuff about them because you always have to have that friend who knows more. Totally, to, like, totally. To, to educate you on everything. So she did that with BTS and like other K-pop groups. And we found out about City Field. Um, I'm from Virginia. So, you know, not a lot of people come uh, maybe to DC, like sometimes, but not a lot of K-pop groups will come in this area. Okay. So she ha had told me about City Field. And I was like, oh, I mean, I would be interested in going like that. It seems like it'd be cool. And so she had four other friends that wanted to come. And so they like were trying to get tickets and this sold out within six minutes. Right. Like this whole experience. Like it happens. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, the demand for them, I mean, that would be cool if we get to go, but I, I'm, I, I'm down. So like, yes, try to save a ticket for me, basically, <laughs> or try to get one for me. Somehow they got tickets and they got it in section 120. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, no, no, it was like 120. And, and she texted me and I was like, what? Like, I just, I like totally. looked up to them. I was like, this is so great. Like this makes up, kind of makes up for a bad year, you know? <laughs> like this is a pretty cool thing. Um, but everyone was younger. So I, I had recently gotten my license. So mm -hmm. I, and because I was older, I was 21. I kind of had to rent the car. Um, and then, you know, the hotel booked that. Um, but that day, like very fun, very wild. Like we listened to all of BTS's music driving there. I was nervous because it's like, oh, we're going to this event ball. So I'm driving like eight hours because <laughs> there was traffic. Right. It was supposed to only be a five hour drive. It ended up being eight. Damn, <laughs> that yeah. is a lot more. <laughs> yeah. And if you've ever been to Manhattan, we weren't supposed to go there. This concert was in Queens, but the GPS took us through Manhattan. Oh, my God. That I'll never forget that horror. Um, basically, I was like, this is going to be worth it. All of this stress that we're going through <laughs> is going to be worth it. I just kept telling myself that the end goal is the concert. We're closer, we're closer. Right. Like, once we got into our hotel and got to lift to the, I cried. I cried so much at City Field because it was such a emotionally draining, but exciting, like drive there. Right. And, you know, we're waiting in line. There's all these other armies. It's a fashion show, of course, at concerts, which I learned very quickly because <laughs> I thought it was just like, and I, I think you could just like wear whatever. I kind of, I had my love yourself uh, sweatshirt and I mm -hmm. thought that would be fine, but I saw people dressed to the 10. I was like, okay, noted. <laughs> I <laughs> <Totally. just> did <laughs> yeah. Note for the um, future. <laughs> yeah. And there was um, a fan who came from India for this oh, concert. And that also put per perspective for me, like, whoa, you came from India for this? And she was one of the nicest people then like we're waiting and the buildup, you know, they're playing their songs and everyone's hyped about it, you know? And then, oh, it was so good. It was just so amazing. All of their solos. At that time, I, I like started to realize I was gin biased. So of course I was like freaking out. <laughs> of course. Epiphany, because <laughs> I got to see that. And um, that was, it was just amazing. The, there was fireworks and, and whatnot. It's just like, I don't know. I felt so safe and so happy once I got there. <laughs> there was a, quite a journey to, to totally. the concert. Um, and that's solidified it more for me. Um, I Yeah, the, all the performances were amazing. I'm trying to recollect on like the best <laughs> moment. It's kind of hard to say like if there's a best because every they top themselves up with every totally. single performance. Yeah, I mean, even after, even after that, we who we who have watched it like recorded and stuff um i am yeah we can all agree that it's like the show you know i was actually thinking about asking you uh what what is like one of the most outstanding performances for you but i was like i don't think that's possible <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i i would say maybe like fake love black swan Okay. Because the songs have like an emotion, but but then it's hard to say that because they they do so great in their other performances right. in different ways. So it's 
Yeah. yeah all, of them, a- all of them. Bang Tang, you're doing a great job. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can totally imagine. Um, and then later on, um, life happened and how the it came up to your mind to start doing this. Like, of course, um one of the questions that we have in the podcast is like this creation process, they usually tend to inspire us to create stuff. And so um, with you, I think with your social media, I don't know if there's anything else that you want to tell us about and you're totally free to do it. But I think it's very evident that one of those things is the mashup. So how did that start it? And, and how have they inspired you in a way to create more and stuff? Tell us everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yugi is obviously like producer my idol when it comes to like being like basically I I know what I don't think I could ever get to his level but like <laughs> I'm definitely inspired by him and so right. because I um was already kind of making mashups I was encouraged by my professor to start and once I really started getting to BTS mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of I was listening to their music. Like, that's what I was listening to. So it only made sense to really make mashups with them because I'm like, well, I, this is what I'm listening to, you know? Right. Um, and I just would have fun kind of messing with other artists because I was like, oh, that'd be cool to kind of see what it would sound like. Like, um, one of the first BTS mashups I made too, one was with Sean Mendes. Um, I can't remember what this, <laughs> the name of his song was, but I made one with a Sean Mendes song and Toxic with Britney Spears. <laughs> Okay. I did airplane part two and toxic and it just it worked so well together. And I was like, oh my gosh. I like kept doing this, you know? Like what if I kept like I I don't know how to describe, like I just have a drive to really like do this with BTS music. Okay. <laughs> like that's kind of they have such a wide range of genres and, and variety totally. in their music already that it's fun to kind of mess around and see like, oh, what else could they do? You know, like because they, they could really do anything, I think, in my opinion. I totally. think they could really do any genre. And so, yeah, it's, part of it was, like, I was already listening to their music a lot. And then other parts, like, what if we, like, messed around with this, you know? <laughs> um, and I I didn't really start posting any of them on TikTok until the pandemic started. Because I wasn't really on TikTok <laughs> um, that much. Um and I originally did, I, so when I was a music major, I played the cello. Um, that's, okay. that's kind of how I was involved in music. So I did a video of like trying to play by ear, um, like some BTS songs. Okay. Oh, you like, play by ear. Oh my God. I'm yeah. your fan. Um, I was your fan already, <laughs> but now I am your fan more. I am so unable to play anything by ear. I mean, I am such a slave of shit. No. I need them. <laughs> No, I, part of it was like, I, the classes I took, like we learned like kind of how, like after taking so many classes of it, it kind of, you don't have to have perfect pitch to be able to, to figure it out. It's like, (laughs) okay, we can kind of figure out how to do this. So that was kind of the stuff I started posting at first on TikTok specifically. But then I was like, oh, but I already have these mashups and I haven't seen people do these like mashups. I, I didn't see a lot of people making mashups of like, you know, mixing them with the Western artists. Okay. So it's like, oh, I'll just start posting them and see what happens. And um uh I did one with the Truth Untold and Love Lies by Khalid and um Normani. Right. That one <laughs> that one went viral. And um it because I love that one so much because you know, I was kind of getting more in the hand of making mashups and it, it just sounded the most real to me. Like Jungkook is actually on the song because I transitioned it from, you know, them singing Love Lies and then it's Jungkook singing. Right. And that that went well for me. I was like, why don't I continue doing this? This there's like, this is cool, like getting this feedback. And I, it, it was encouraging me like to make more. So yeah, I, I just, that's kind of what started all of that. But um, yeah, originally with music, the cello and then now I'm making mashups <laughs> primarily so and now I want to be a DJ so that's that's another I think I think that's a great I, I, I thought amazing thought process like a whole process yeah <laughs> I think it's amazing how it happened to be honest um how like a little parenthesis uh how did that start like with cello and stuff how when did that started in your life oh 
Um, so I was eight years old and I'm going to share the real story of why I played play the cello because there's a real story. And then what I tell people, because okay. it's embarrassing why, um, I had a crush on this guy in okay. my fourth grade class and he wanted to play the cello. And I was like, well, I want to be closer to him. So I will just start playing so that we're stand partners and like, you know, we'll, we'll be playing the cello together. But then he, it was too hard for him, like carrying it around and stuff. So he changed his mind after a week. And I was Damn. like, I can't, I can't change it now. I have to, <laughs> I have to stick with this. So right. obviously stubborn. I'm stuck with it until I'm 26. <laughs> but and here we are now. <laughs> here we are now, but it's really embarrassing that that's why I started playing. Like I could have, it could have been like, oh, I like the sound of the cello. No, it was for a boy. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been there, girl. Don't worry. Nobody judges in, their ho in this house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like I do things for these seven boys. I, I totally, you know, yeah. Did the show it, for a boy. it didn't change, it just evolved. <laughs> <in time>. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's great. Um, Bethel estaba trabajando en la biblioteca de su universidad y se hizo amiga muy cercana de una ARMY que también trabajaba allí. Se enteraron del concierto en Cityfield y Bethel le dejó saber, porque pues le preguntaron y así, Bethel le dejó saber a sus amigos que pues a ella le encantaría ir y consiguieron boleto. <ríe> así fue básicamente como ocurrió lo del concierto en octubre. Ella manejó en el viaje, era la mayor de todos ellos y... Este viaje terminó siendo de 8 horas. Nos comentó que se supone que era de 5 y terminó siendo de 8. Y pues la verdad es que todo antes del de concierto per se fue súper estresante, pero lo valió completamente al estar en el concierto. Todas las performances la marcaron muchísimo. Um, y bueno, nos contó que Jungi para ella es un modelo a seguir. Um, y cuando se adentró en el mundo de BTS, como pues era la música que más escuchaba a cada rato... Evidentemente, eh, para ella lo que tenía sentido era hacer mashups con música de BTS. Se divertía viendo cómo sonarían ellos en canciones de otros artistas. Pues como tienen un repertorio tan amplio, era posible, totalmente posible, jugar con cómo serían esas colaboraciones. Su camino en la música comenzó con el cello, que empezó a tocar um, a los 8 años para pasar más tiempo con un chico que le gustaba. Y eso fue lo que empezó a subir en TikTok, de hecho, eh, videos tocando por oído y así, pero luego se dio cuenta de que no veía a tanta gente mezclando a BTS con otros artistas, así que decidió empezar a subir sus mashups. El de Truth Untold um, y Love Lies se viralizó y dijo, mm, ¿por qué no sigo haciendo esto? Going back with the mashups and stuff, what would you say is one of your favorites like, that you've made? Oh, I mean, so I would say, and it didn't get enough attention, which I'm like, oh, darn, this is, this is so bad. <laughs> I did one with Super Tuna and Survivor okay. by okay. Destiny's Child. And I just, it's like a funny, like, I mean, I think it sounds good in a funny way. Okay. Because I, I made it work, like the creative process I had, I, it took me a month to really like make it and The way it came out, like, I really like it because it, it, I feel like it sounds like they're battling each other <laughs> because the instrumental of Survivor has this, like, very, like, dramatic, you know, and then you have Jin being like, don't you? <laughs> and I had it, like, I, that, I had them both going, but in the mashup, but not in a way that it's, like, clashing, okay. in my opinion. So due to all of that, I think that's, like, my favorite one. And then another one would be definitely... Recently, I did one with Namjoon. Uh, <laughs> well, recently, okay, okay, attack me. Yeah, I know you're gonna do it. I know. <laughs> I recently, know I've been do doing it. a lot of Namjoon ones, um, but I did one. There's a dance on TikTok to Conceited, mm -hmm. uh, and I I really like that one because I put um, his old like you know how he used to be the rap monster. Yeah, I put that as like the such way a great moment in history. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, I just like how I started off with like that's to because rappers have an ad lib sometimes before they come into the chorus. And then right. I did it with fire. I did it with his part and J-Hope's part. Okay. And fire. And I love how it, it, it just goes so well together to me. So I'm like, 
oh, these are definitely like, right. I listen to those constantly. I'm like, oh, you did something here. You did something with this. <laughs> You're great, girl. Yeah, you really did that. <laughs> um, I will say, let me tell you my theory and not to be a theorist, but you know, um, I think that Jin is behind the super tuna one that didn't have that much attention because you know that now he hates us <laughs> because we gave some right, right. so two super tuna so <laughs> yeah he was like i don't want anyone else to talk about it which is yeah. fair which is fair <laughs> totally totally i mean jen you gave us a bob you have to deal with the consequences right, <laughs> right like this is forever going to be like an iconic song. Totally, totally. I am super sure. I mean, do you know how amazing it feels to say like, what do your idols talk about in their songs? Well, they talk about self-love. They talk about um, growing up. They talk about the deep pandemic <laughs> in, in the in B. They talk a lot uh, and they talk about tunas. Have you heard that? I mean, it's great. <laughs> it's it's yeah you could say um they are they are very diverse artists <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and i i love that and you know i think your theory is right he probably just didn't want that he was behind it girl think about it yeah. <laughs> jen if you're listening i'm joking for legal reasons this is a joke okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um So yeah, you are, yeah, I, I've told, I've told you, like, I am to, a total fan because I love these mashups. Like, um, I was telling you before um, that I think it unlocks so many possibilities in our minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it's very interesting. And well, for everyone listening, you, you don't know, but um, I told Bethel that Um, I knew about her because in a moment she was everywhere in my timeline. Like <laughs> everyone was just reposting her videos. And I clearly remember that one of the first ones that I watched was Namjoon in Soy Peor and my life changed. <laughs> It was like so hard to deal with that situation. Like, yeah, I am sensitive, guys. <laughs> so... So yeah, I think it's amazing that you kind of it had kind uh, your story with music has kind of evolved in this way. It started with cello and for this guy, but we don't have to remember that. Um, it started <laughs> with cello, <laughs> and then it evolved, and you and you got um, and you got your career, and then you find when you were ending your career, you you found about the mashups and that you could do them. And I think that what we just said before. I think we all feel with whatever we do at first in what in our fields. I think we all feel like we are a little bit crappy, like <laughs> like we don't really do it great. I think it's a general feeling. Um, but then you kept doing it, and I think that's very admirable and that's really great. And 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 it has evolved to what is now and and to the happiness that it brings to all of us to feel how would. Namjoon sound in a Bad Bunny song <laughs> so so yeah um you're telling us that you would like to be a DJ how did that like how did that came into your mind like yeah <laughs> um well honestly ever since I I kind of started so I still know how to play the cello I just don't practice that often but right. I wanted to do something different in music and I've My mom used to want to be a DJ. Like I come from parents who are very music like oriented. Like my dad does percussion and my mom, uh, God bless her soul. She, she, you know, she couldn't sing or anything or play an instrument, but she had a good ear for like DJs and she would just get mad anytime she went out. Like okay. how the DJ would like, the DJ would just cut it off and didn't play like hype music. And so like I, her and I would just listen to music uh, together. And I, I just started to like, Once I got older and I could start going out to clubs and stuff, I, I started to get kind of annoyed. Not, I mean, there have been some DJs that, you know, I think they do a great job with transitioning songs and like feeling the, you know, crowd's vibe. But there right. were a lot of bad ones that I saw. <laughs> like okay. just, they would play the song, cut it halfway, 
and then go to the next thing. No totally. smooth transition. And I was like, yeah. this is bothering me. It just would bother me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it bothered me so much. And I was like, well, if you don't like it, maybe you should do it, try to do it yourself. And um, I never, so I had this like thought of doing it um, years ago, but I didn't buy anything. Like I didn't buy the equipment because money. Uh, so I was like, I'll, yeah, I'll just make right. mashups for now. And recently I did buy turntables and I'm trying to teach myself. Um, Tiao Music, who's also, she also makes mashups on TikTok. She's been super helpful in helping me figure this out because <laughs> I definitely, there's like a lot to go, um, you know, behind all this. So I'm teaching myself. I hope I, I want to get confident enough and hopefully I will where I could do gigs. Um, I think I have like a good like handle of it right now. And yeah, I just, I, I want to see where it can go. Cause I think when it comes to music, I think that's something that's always followed me, but I think I'm meant to do this stuff. And I really realized that when in Vegas, I got to have my mashups played at uh, the BTS rave. Um, right. And that moment I felt fulfilled as a person. I felt like this is what I'm for. <laughs> just the, the joy that I was seeing from people. And ever since that I've had, I'm like, okay, I really need to like, I, I know the most, <laughs> even more than the cello. Like I will always have a special place in my heart, but like this mashups and DJing. Yeah. I want to, I want to do that. So that's amazing. Yeah. I was just going to ask you about Vegas, about how was it? Because I wasn't really sure what happened. I, I wasn't really um, that active on social media back then, but um, how was it? Like, I, I that's kind of what I understood that your um, <laughs> your mashups were there. So that had to be a whole thing. You were there too. So so listening to people vibing with it and seeing it, how, like how how you're telling us that it was unique and that you felt like yeah that that uh, I really should do this like. How was like this whole mix of emotions? Because at the end of the day, I don't know if you had already seen Bangtan in that moment or you were going to, but it was a lot of stuff going on in the moment. So how was it? Oh, that was, that ended off the whole like trip really great. Like Vegas, I, I was lucky enough to win a ticket um, for their day one concert. Okay. And I found out two weeks prior. Oh so my I God. was like, oh, oh. I was like, okay. <laughs> whoa, I have to do this. I, and the funny thing is there was a TikTok a month ago that was that I saw where it was like, if you claim the energy that you'll see BTS in concert, you will go. And so I claimed. <laughs> yeah, girl, we all been there. I agree. I do that all the time. A TikTok appears are doesn't. <laughs> well, it works. I'll tell you guys, it works if you claim those videos. Because obviously I ended up getting a ticket. And I remembered the last time I saw them, the luck that I got To, to go, I was like, this is my chance again to go see them. I haven't seen them in four years. And I know some people haven't even had the chance to see them once. I was like, right. well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to Vegas now. <laughs> and so um, bought my ticket, got my hotel, got everything. Didn't, I wasn't going with anyone because I only had one ticket for myself. Right. And so I was like, I'll just make friends with people. <laughs> That's not hard to do. And it was, I oh, honestly, I, Vegas, like when I think about it, that was the best time. Like, I, I'm so sad that it's over. I had such a hard time coming back. I mean, once I got there, um, I don't think a lot of stuff kicked off yet because I got there on the 6th. But the next day, that's when the fountain, the Bellagio fountain was, you know, having dynamite and butter. Right. And that's what things were, that's where you saw Butter Hey Vegas everywhere. <laughs> Purple. I mean, Everyone yeah the whole everywhere. town was banked on yes yes and oh I, I met some uh friend like well I, I I met these two girls who I ended up hanging out with like most of the time <laughs> and I still like uh I, I wish it was longer so that I could have spent more time with them and right just like been but obviously I don't have the money to go to day three and date I impulsively went to the second concert because I enjoyed the first one so much and I was like well You didn't spend money for this ticket, so maybe you can spend money for like me too. So I just impulsively did. That. I <laughs> think I it's a great it thought process. It was so girl. much fun, and oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm already spending this much money. Like, like, go ahead, girl. So I just 
did that and it was so cool to see on pom men play live and oh, everything oh my god so right yes yes and it just especially the concert once i got to the arena and felt that again i was like oh my gosh oh, I'm here. Like, this, is so cool. doing this again <laughs> yeah yeah and I, I i planned my outfits i was so proud of my well i didn't know i was going for the second day so my first day the outfit was like i had that in <laughs> right but the second day i kind of just like made stuff up together but the concerts were amazing um i went to the k-pop usa store huge very huge like it, it was just great to have all this like k-pop stuff like it, it's just like it's we barely have cup sleeves where i'm from we don't totally. have like a lot of events and so to go from that to this whole land of people who are all fans of bts <laughs> and there's endless things to do it's like that's a dream <laughs> like i don't know and the, then the, the the rave being the last thing I did there was amazing. Um, Armies who travel, Maddie, I love her so much. She gave me the opportunity to have that happen. So That's I made a medley. Great. Yeah, I, I made a medley of my mashups, and then that got to be played, and it was so fun. It was it was amazing. Even the, the rave itself, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, and I I imagine the whole like the energy like I don't know I think like you're saying you sometimes listen to your mashups and you're like yeah I'm proud of that I did that but then listening to it um I imagine that in in the rave it was like a whole new thing because yeah it was there with people <laughs> with lots of yeah people. and it was <laughs> so I was so nervous beforehand that was oh yeah yeah I was um very nervous like I I tried to eat beforehand and I barely eat my pizza. Uh, just, I, I was very nervous about like the quality of the uh, audio that I sent and rave for, for BTS songs. Like, I don't <laughs> think they're expecting this to be in there at all. Like, what if they hate it? Like, I, I, I have very serious imposter syndrome. I got to get over that, but I feel like an imposter sometimes yeah. when it comes to, um, you know, this. So I was like, am I trying to be like having this out here? Like all this. And then the moment that uh, like my mix came on, I started dancing. Yeah, like, I don't know girl. who she was, like, Shai who? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, that's my, that's my work. I made this. Yeah. <laughs> I just started dancing. And then I just was like, I forgot to record at one point. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait can, can you record this? Because I should have a video of this to like, yeah, for the memory. People back home and, and just like watch back in it. So then, yeah. Yeah. And then um, uh, one of the friends actually recorded most of the whole thing. So I have, I had that video to share on uh TikTok and Instagram, but it just, oh, it, it was a, a, a whole like adrenaline rush. It was really fun. Right. And the whole rave, like I got to kind of stand up there with them and dance along. I mean, you're getting to listen to it, it. Clubs don't really feel the same anymore. Like I went after Vegas and it's not the same as, as the <laughs> BTS rave, you know? Yeah, you get to right. hear like all of BTS's music. <laughs> like, what else could I not, ask? For? It's not fun. <laughs> right, right. It's not as uh, fun. So, Vegas as a whole, I wish life could be like, I wish my area like could have stuff like that, you know, but until the next concert, we'll see like right. when they go on tour again. <laughs> I think, I think we all collect, uh, we all collectively should like start um, organizing raves, you know, like let's, let's just um rent this place for tonight and we're having a great time uh, with banking music <laughs> i think because yeah, yeah <laughs> i am super sure i've never been in that situation but i'm super sure that after you are there it's like everything's screwed like mm -hmm. <laughs> how is it gonna get any better i i like it's not possible i'm here i am i'm i'm having a great time with bangtang song so i don't want to go back to real clubbing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't do it. And th there was even a, a BTS after party um, at one of the nightclubs, and it was amazing. I mean, we heard, I got to hear Super Tuna in a club. That was so cool. <laughs> like, like right. she, she was amazing, the DJ for that, and and she inspired me even more. I was like, oh, I want, I want to, I want to be like up there too, and like playing BTS. Like, oh, hi, right. hi, hey. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, and um, I didn't even know that the court, um, I can't remember his name, but the choreographer was there too that night that I was there. Oh my um, god, at the, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was like, and I think they were recording some of it to send to BTS to see. I was like, whoa, <laughs> really? <Hi. laughs> Hello, <laughs> hey, you want to see these mashups I made? <laughs> <laughs> totally totally handed it to them I am told I'm gonna be so that like I'm gonna be that person whenever I see them like I have this uh alternative <laughs> universe situation in which I have a possibility to be near them I will be like do you want to listen to my podcast <laughs> right exactly listen to the content that army makes Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? I think that it's something that they would be so happy to know about. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they know about a lot of, of, of this content that appears and stuff. But I'm pretty sure that that um, they would be extremely happy to get to know more, to see what stuff, what else is ARMY doing. So, yeah, I am pretty sure that it's going to happen. They're going to find your TikToks. I mean, they're going to find it and Namjoon is going to contact in the bad bunny and he's gonna say let's make this happen um i know i only talk by the way for people listening <laughs> i know <laughs> i'm only talking about <laughs> the mashup uh of namjoon and and so peor but i left my soul in the <laughs> that was like a life-changing situation so yeah but like uh like i'm saying i think it's so possible with all of them like they would absolutely love it and i am pretty sure that it's gonna happen girl you have my energies with you you have my energy my good vibes and i'm pretty sure that that yeah it's gonna happen the day that i don't know they're doing more raves more club stuff more after parties and they will hype will be like you know what we've been we've seen this girl so let's <laughs> let's contact her <laughs> you're talking about my dream right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, like... Uno de sus mashups favoritos que ha hecho hasta el momento es el de Supertuna y Survivor. Tardó un mes haciéndolo y nos contó que en realidad no tuvo mucha atención, pero le encanta el contraste de canciones. Su mamá solía querer ser DJ, nos contó que de hecho se molestaba cuando salía gracias a los DJs, y con el tiempo, como siempre ha estado tan relacionada con la música... Um, ella también empezó a darse cuenta, Bethel también empezó a darse cuenta de eh, que le molestaba de algunos DJs. Y decidió empezar a, empezar a hacerlo, porque pues si te molesta algo, pues aprende a hacerlo para hacerlo mejor, ¿no? <ríe> um, justo hace poco se compró unos tocadiscos y poco a poco se está enseñando a hacerlo. De verdad se siente que la música y justo eso, eh, los mashups y ser DJ en un futuro, es a lo que está llamada. Um, de hecho, en Las Vegas pudo escuchar sus mashups en el BTS Rave y se sintió totalmente llena, completa como persona. La felicidad que vio en la gente fue maravilloso para ella. Ese momento fue una maravillosa manera de cerrar el viaje, que de hecho ganó el ticket al concierto dos semanas antes del concierto. Todo fue una experiencia mágica para ella. De hecho, compró entrada para el día 2 para sentir de nuevo lo magnífico del concierto. Antes del rave, estaba muy nerviosa. Um, la estaba tomando mucho el síndrome del impostor y todo. Pero en el momento en que comenzó su mix, empezó a bailar y lo disfrutó un montón. Fue un rush de adrenalina muy divertido y genial para ella. I, um, the thing with BTS, they're so unique with their music. A lot of Western music I'm hearing today, and it's not every single one, but there's kind of this emulet, em, uh, em, words. <laughs> right. I'm, Talking I'm, is they're hard. Using more, <laughs> right. They're using a lot of samples, like, um, from music that I remember when it came out, like, in the 2000s and 2010s. Like, I'm hearing them use samples from these songs, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, BTS is so creative in, in the music they create, but I that'd be fun, like, to kind of... I, I know like Delulu but like to work for them like, right because like, um, they can do any genre I, I really believe that I, I think like 
they just are, are just like able to work with anybody. And so I totally. want to make that possible. Even, even if I'm not like working for them or something like through mashups, like I want to try every possible thing I can try. And so I was even listening to some French music recently. Cause I'm like, I'm going right. to try more international. I I've had people like comment that they want to hear like French or like more Caribbean mashups. So I'm trying to listen to more like different genres so I can kind of get a feel of it and try to see like, how I could put them in there. Cause I, I don't know, I think they could do about anything and kill the genre. <laughs> like, you know, right. um, um, <laughs> one that I haven't done much is like rock because there have been other mashups made with certain rock songs that I would have wanted to, I would have used. So I haven't really done much of that yet. It's definitely easier for me to do like more, like, you know, like the stuff you would hear in a club. Cause I want to DJ and also like, right. I just think that'd be cool to hear them in music like that. So yeah, I'm just spending my time listening to other genres, trying to get the feel of how to, how am I going to make this work to get, to get their vocals? And then like, what song would like work with that? You know? Of course. Yeah. I am. I totally agree with what you say. Like they, uh, they can try any genre and they're going to kill it. And I think that's something that, Uh, can be like related with what Jungi said um, in yesterday's video by the moment that we're recording this like he's saying that um, these two songs um, can kind of show how how the evolution has been like how wide the possibilities for Bangtan are like in the in in the sense of creating music this whole range that they have and it's amazing to see that like yeah like they could do they 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 you know they aren't afraid of creating stuff that are outside of their comfort zone so yeah I think I I do agree a lot with that um and it's very interesting to see the way that you put it into into these mashups and into this whole creation process. And, and yeah, I, I can assume, like, I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about it, but I can assume that it is a lot of work behind, like, yeah, like identifying the song that you want to do and then knowing what song could be, like, could could get mashed up with, with these other songs. So how does that work? Ooh, there's a lot of trial and error, I'll be honest. It'll either be like I hear a song and I know immediately like this verse from that Namjoon's rapping in that's gonna go or you know it'll either be like that or trial and error where I'll listen to a lot of songs and then I'll try it is it sound as good no matter how much I try to manipulate it or if the BPM is like way too off I I'm like I don't I that's not gonna sound good if like they're like super sped right you know? <laughs> they're just rapping way too fast or slow or like for vocal line I struggle sometimes with making vocal line mashups because the beat that their tone it won't be the same key as another song I really want to mash them up with so then it's like okay what song can I use that you know would work with this and is like a similar tone like um key okay because that drives me crazy when it's not <laughs> the same <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine. Um, how do you deal with that feeling? Like, I don't know if you get the feeling, so that's why I'm asking, like, how do you deal if you have it with that trial and error? Because it's a thing, it's it's not like, I think that's probably for some people, it's kind of difficult to having the errors, making the mistakes, seeing that it's not working and, and still be motivated to create the thing. So how do you deal with that? Um, a lot of patience, a lot of patience. If I will, when I have that mood to be like, okay, I really want to create something today that overtakes it. And it's like, okay, this is frustrating that it didn't work, but let's keep trying. Or I'll give myself a time limit of like, okay, you have like, let's give ourselves like maybe another hour and a half and then come back to it. Right. Because sometimes when I do that and I come back to it, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> May, I, I was looking at this for too long and that's where I like made the mistake or like, oh, here we go. Here's an idea. So that's kind of, I, I can be a very persistent person when I'm like, when I want to do something. And so when it comes to these mashups, I'm like, if, if that drive is there for that day of, of like, I really want to create something, I'm going to do it and it'll be good, hopefully. <laughs> um, or like, 
yeah, it, I, I have to do time myself because some like with the super tuna and survivor that took me a month and I wasn't consistently working on it. It just, it was a month of going back and like to it or working on something else. It's like, okay, I can't put any more time into this one today. Right. You know, <laughs> let's try to make something else. Of course you, you kind of let it rest for a bit. Yeah. Uh, I think that's um, very relatable for us artists. Like sometimes, yeah, we spend so much time seeing or listening or watching something that we're creating that we get frustrated. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's impossible not to happen I mean, not for it not to happen eventually. So, so yeah, letting it rest and, and, you know, vibing with it for a while and letting it be there and that's yeah. it. And then creating great stuff like you do I think it's a great way to do it yeah I I do admire your persistency in that way um because yeah I've been like in the whole editing process and stuff I'm like if this doesn't sound good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's amazing thank you Bethel admira mucho a Bangtan por su creatividad y diversidad en la música y es fiel creyente de que pueden hacer cualquier género y pues para ella sería maravilloso seguir descubriendo las posibilidades de su música y lo que crean. De hecho, últimamente ha tenido mucha gente pidiéndole que haga mashups con música francesa o más caribeña y está escuchando más esos estilos para hacer los mashups porque cree que sin duda Bangtan queda perfecto con cualquier género. Nos contó que es todo un proceso crear los mashups, hay mucho ensayo y error. A veces sabe inmediatamente qué versos usar y otras veces es probar hasta que funcione. Lleva mucha paciencia crear los mashups para seguir intentando si algo no se escucha bien. A veces deja descansar el proyecto un rato y al volver con ello tiene nuevas ideas para hacerlo y que suene mejor. Es mucha perseverancia mientras se trabaja en ello. Well, um, I think your journey with Bang Ten and what you've created this whole um, time being in ARMY, I think it's great. And I think um, I am very grateful with life and, and yeah, with anything, with everything that Bang Ten came in your life in the moment that it had to come up and that they have helped, not only helped, but encouraged and inspired you to create amazing things and, and, and yeah, be like in this um, happy, safe place that ARMY is. So I'm very happy. And now we're here. So yeah, a whole change of, thing, a change of things that I'm really grateful for. And I really hope that they keep meaning a lot to you in your life and that we keep seeing each other over there uh, on, yeah. on the fandom. So um, the last question before we go to the fast questions, um, like after all of this time, like from 2018 and all that you've been through and, and what you've done in the fandom and all of those things, like how is it different? Like, because, you know, like sometimes we like something very much in a moment of our lives. We have a, this incredible incredibly intense passion but then it can fade away because yeah we're humans and that happens and we evolve and we start liking other things so what did you think it's different with back time like how what it keeps you here after all of this time um i would definitely say like the content that they put out you know that consistently keeps me um every every time I've gone through something hard, because life, you're never going to just have like everything be consistent, you know, like we've been in a global pandemic for two years. Totally. I can say that it definitely, especially the pandemic made it stronger for me, honestly, like being like into the group and, and whatnot and just knowing more about them. And I think the fans, like being able to converse with other people who are, are fans of BTS and, you know, see them put their content out there, see them talk about their theories and whatnot, that helps like kind of keep things going. Cause you know, they have to take a break. They can't just constantly put content out there. Of uh, BTS. Um, and when they do, you know, I think that really keeps it alive is like the, the fans is us talking about BTS together and sharing our love about it, them. And, They have so much music and content anyway from the last nine, nine years. It's been nine years that they've, yeah, 20, no, 10, no, nine. nine, nine. This year, nine. Um, <laughs> this year is nine. So that, 
that just kind of all of that combined has has kept me here um listening to their music i i never go a day without listening they've been my top artists like on spotify every <laughs> year for like the last couple of years um that as well and they have so much music i mean that makes sense why they're doing an anthology because right they have a lot of music to totally to go they through really um, so i i would say that that uh, that is why I am still here and I probably won't ever go anywhere. <laughs> I think I'm like in this, like, and I, I, I have like such like going to see them, especially in concert, that also solidifies it. You know, right. they are such good people. Like you just know that they're really good people from getting to know them through these interviews and whatnot. And I, I'm, I'm stuck in this. So <laughs> right. in the best way possible. <laughs> Right. It's like the meme that it goes around every now and then, like, um, uh, you know, I'm in this bank and that's shit for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm really happy that it is like that for you. And uh, yeah, I think we it's like this constant intrigue about what they're coming up with. But at the same time, it's them and their personalities and and the positive impact that they get to have in our lives. So I'm really happy that it's that way uh, for you and your life and that it keeps being like that, like however, how much time it has to be. <laughs> so, yeah, now that we're heading to the end. Um, and we can have the fast questions. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First question. What is a song that you would say, like, um, I would like this song produced by Yungi? By Yungi? That's already a song? Or? Yeah. Oh. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> um, you don't have to be that fast answering. Don't worry. Okay. Don't, don't, don't get over. It's a, everything's fine. Like, yeah, edition is an amazing world, you know. <laughs> so a song that's already out, but have or have you reproduce it? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. like a Julie um, version of it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is this is a good question because I do this anyway with the mashups. But, um, oh, you know, I, I think. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Okay. Uh, um, I Booker T. I think Booker T. By Bad okay. Bunny. <laughs> make a mashup actually recently with Yugi his own verse or produces you know his own version. Um, that would, would be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's amazing. Um, second question. Um, if you had to describe them with a word which word would it be i don't want to say purple because i feel like that's what most people <laughs> would say but i would say purple um happiness <laughs> right seven <laughs> seven coast of <laughs> that's very characteristic <laughs> i like that yeah um third question Um, um favorite bts era oh um oh oh love yourself to your great and last but not least um favorite run bts episode oh uh when they were making coffee because i'm half ethiopian oh, and so you know ethiopia was brought up <laughs> that that's just <laughs> That just held a special place in my heart. I, I love seeing them make coffee because that's what yeah. Ethiopia, like that's their main thing is coffee. So I was like, oh, <laughs> that Amazing. Was, um, yeah, yeah, that is a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> Bethel considera que el contenido que ellos crean es principalmente lo que la mantiene aquí. Es muchísimo y especialmente en la pandemia significó mucho para ella. Además, también nos comentó que la mantiene aquí al ver las distintas dinámicas y cosas maravillosas que crean no solo ellos, sino también ARMY, y compartir la pasión con otras personas. No hay un día que pase sin escucharlos, 
De hecho, nos contó que verlos en concierto también los solidificó mucho y considera que seguirá amándolos y siendo parte del fandom mucho tiempo más. Y ya luego de esto, pasamos evidentemente a las preguntas rápidas. Primera pregunta, ¿qué canción te gustaría escuchar una versión de Yungi? Nos contó que Booker T de Bad Bunny. Segunda pregunta, si tuvieras que describir a Bangtan con una palabra, ¿cuál sería? Nos dijo morado, felicidad y siete. <ríe> Tercera pregunta, ¿era favorita de BTS? Nos dijo que Love Yourself Too. Y cuarta pregunta, última pero no menos importante, episodio favorito de Ron BTS. Nos dijo que cuando hacen café, tiene un lugar muy especial en su corazón. Well, that was it for today's interview. I'm so happy that we have this time to talk. I don't know if you want to say um, something to our listeners before we go. Well, I want to say thank you first for having me on here. I really enjoyed getting to talk with you about BTS. And this is just, this is just very fun. So thank you for having me on here. <laughs> and if anyone, you know, wants to hear mashups, like um, of what... If you if you have any like curiosity of what it would sound like with any of the members on Western music, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, um, she's there to make our dreams come true, make our our featuring dreams come true. <laughs> um, yeah, that is right. I'm really really happy to um, that we had this time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for this great while. And, and yeah, that we have this, this little while. It was great. I had a great time. And to our listeners, remember that if you want to be here or if you want to listen to someone in here, you can um, email us at triviaborahe at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram as triviaborahe. And if you want to find Bethel, you can do that on? On TikTok, I go by Bethel Mahoney Music and on Instagram, Bethel Mahoney. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, that was it for today. We listen to each other next time. Orajeo.